Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My goal is to be able to give away 90% of my income and live off 10. And a lot of people think that rich people are actually greedy. But the thing is, the richer you are, the more you can give. And for me, my end game or the reason I do this is that I want to be one of the biggest givers in the world. That's my ultimate goal. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shump and in this episode, we'll continue the conversation with Director at Kingdom Developments, Andrew Bodner to talk more about his property investing journey, the strategies he has in place when it comes to regular investments as well as developments, what his plans are when it comes to achieving and distributing wealth and much, much more. Delving into the details of his duplexes, Bonner tells us how he met his builder and teamed up with him to complete over 16 builds. In 2009, uh, I met the builder when he came into our real estate office uh, looking for a real estate agent to sell um, his properties and we just clicked straight away and he gave me his business and we started selling his properties for him and then um, I asked him you know, to teach me a bit about building and you know, how it works and how much profit's in, in the transaction. And um, and he uh, he could see that I was hungry to learn, and he gave me a, a foot in the door to start doing co-development, and um, and then I just uh, took that and and ran with it, and then we just did as many as we could, and uh, I was able to complete sixteen in five years. Great. And was that uh, mainly in in the area that you currently still work in, or is it all across Sydney? Yeah, no, just all and around the um, Western Sydney area, which is uh, sort of Liverpool, Campbelltown, Casula. Sort of that sort of radius within sort of five or ten kilometers of the major city. Still keeping in contact with this builder, Bonner adds since 2009, their goals have only become bigger, the duo tackling even larger scale developments. Doing those duplexes, we then um, started going into bigger scale developments, and now um, we're doing townhouses, um, we're doing apartments and hotels, um, units, and commercial development. So we've, we've grown a lot over the last you know, 10 plus years, so we're not just doing um, duplexes anymore and um, that's just a, that was a stepping stone, I guess, to bigger and better things which is what we're, um, we're doing now as a co-ownership scheme. He also explains how they knew they were ready to start completing projects larger than the usual duplex development and how he tackles other opportunities he's given. Being the person of faith that I am, I believe that God opens doors for you and, um, and you know, opportunities uh, come to those who seek them. I don't believe in luck, I believe that you know, if you have an opportunity presented to you, you either choose to take it or you don't. And uh, for me, I was blessed enough to um, have made a good connection when I was 18 at that seminar that I told you I first went to um, with a fund manager who ended up um, staying in contact with me for 15 plus years and eventually um, came out to Liverpool to see all the duplexes and all the renovations and all the um, 
projects that I'd completed and said, are you ready to do something bigger? And after knowing each other for 15 years and having a long-term friendship and uh, seeing me grow, he decided to um, help us do our first uh, high-rise project and that became the next stepping stone. So I guess it's not that you know that it's the right time, but it's you know when to act when an opportunity is given to you. Having been able to remain in contact with his building partner for so long, Bonner tells us how he was able to maintain a good relationship with his partner despite barely knowing him when they got started. He gave me his business card when I first met him at that seminar and said, oh, you're the youngest person I've seen at a seminar like this. Um, if, you, if you start now, you've, you've got a great head start. And, um, and he basically became a mentor to me and we'd catch up once or twice a year for a coffee or a get-together in the city and he would um, tell me what he's up to in his business and I'd tell him what I'm up to with my renovations. And then uh, he came to my wedding and um, became a close friend and um, stayed in touch with me. And we'd just catch up every year, a couple of times a year. And then after 10 years of watching me grow, he decided it was time to do something bigger and asked me if I was interested. And so I guess he just, he watched me from afar and uh, was a mentor in those early years. Talking about the strategies he has in place when it comes to his projects, Bonda shares with us the approach he takes in keeping properties. I guess um, most people, you know, when um, they hear negative, you know, news on the media and in the internet they get a bit fearful about what's going to happen in property but the rental market itself is still quite strong and the interest rates are still uh, relatively low compared to what they've been in the past and so for me I think it's a good time in this market rather than to be a seller of property uh, is to just be able to build those properties and hold them long term and have them as rental because you know most people's biggest regret is that they sold at the wrong time or that they didn't hold something long enough and I think that um, by keeping the properties for rent and um, adapting to the market by doing you know hotels and service departments and doing um, mixed-use mixed developments with commercial aspects. Um, I think that's a great way to adapt to this current climate. Discussing another one of his strategies at Kingdom Property, Bonda elaborates on the strategy of co-ownership specifically in regards to development and how exactly it works. What we do is, um, well, we believe that you know, the best amount of profit is made when you buy the property. Um, so you know, buying at the right time and also buying the right way and finding a development that is... Um, you know, much more potential than what people may realise. And so once we find the secure, you know, the property that we think is a, a good development in a key growth area, so a lot of our developments are around the new airport at Badgerys Creek that's getting built and all the infrastructure from the government that's coming into that area. So we're focusing on areas that have, you know, high job growth and, um, you know, high development from a government perspective. And then we'll then go to our friends and family and um, clients of ours that we've built through the 10 years that we've been doing, you know, real estate and mortgage finance. And we'll say, look, you know, we've found this property. Let's all go buy it together. So everyone, you know, puts in, you know, what they can afford to, you know, co-own the property. And we go and secure that property, develop it together and then share the profits together. Having evaluated the potential gains from a property, Bona tells us why they complete these projects and earn profits in a group rather than on their own. Well, first of all, you can only buy so much, as most people would know. Um, you know, when you've got equity, um, the bank will only lend you so much. And you know, the standard job in Australia, most people earn between fifty and a hundred thousand per year. So there's only a very limited amount that you can borrow on your own. But together, when you come together and you've got you know multiple deposits, um, combined incomes, and you've got uh, a strategy that 
allows you to add value to a property. Um, it's a lot easier to get development finance than what it is actually sometimes to buy just a single property on your own. How have you been able to structure something like this to be able to enable people to co-own these kind of properties? Yeah, so what we do, we set up a company for each individual property so the properties are not uh, cross-collateralized or not um, joined to any of the other developments, but each one has its own entity and then we go and we negotiate to buy a property in that entity and we'll then um, divide the purchase price by 100 shares so that there's shares in that project and then those people will um, will then go and you know contribute towards the deposit of that property and we'll share the cost of it. Okay, so pretty much the the say for example, those hundred shares could be you know multiple owners or you know one or two owners that buy hundred shares within that company, but they all have a very much invested interest into this into this particular deal. Do you need to also still go back to the bank to borrow any more along these lines to purchase the rest of the property? Yeah, so usually we do half of the purchase price of the land through our investment group, and then we'll borrow the other half. And then once we've um, done enough pre-sales or secured a long-term lease for a hotel group or something like that, we'll then um, borrow the construction costs from the lender. Okay, so it's pretty much 100% on the development. 50% on the land and 100% on the construction costs. Sharing more about Kingdom Developments, he discusses the development projects he works on. So the actual company itself, we uh, started three years ago. Prior to that, we were just doing all the co-ownership in our individual names as borrowers for the last sort of 15 plus years. And then we realised, well, you know, once we started growing quite uh, economically, we, we, it didn't make sense to have it individual names for tax purposes. It's better to have a company than to be an individual borrower. So we decided to form Kingdom Developments as our um, trading name, and uh, and it took off from there. And what projects he's working on at the moment? So our biggest project um, is 262 units in Liverpool over 30 stories. That's a hundred million dollar project. We've also got uh, some smaller projects in and around Leppington and Austral near the new airport at Badgerys Creek and those projects are ranging from 30 to $50 million and they're mainly townhouses and small high-rise apartments. We've also got a couple of hotel um, projects that we're doing in Ryde and Gold Coast and they're between 20 and $30 million. Um, so most of our projects range anywhere from sort of $5 million up to $30 million. That's sort of our sweet spot. Dealing with such substantial developments and prices, Bodner talks about how long these projects take and how they plan and estimate the rate of development. From the time we secure the property, we normally negotiate a, a 9 to 12 month settlement which gives us time to get the DA approval through council and then that allows us to sort of um, organise you know, what we're going to put on the land, how we're going to design it and we're not, you know, we don't have to pay interest during that period because we've negotiated a longer settlement so it's a, it's a great way to sort of save costs in the early days. It also gives us time to raise the money for our investment group so that we can let the investors know what we've secured and what we're going to do and um, it gives us time to raise the funds we need to buy the property. And then from the period of uh, settlement till the project is you know, DA approved and built is usually on average per project somewhere between two to three years. Explaining what would happen if an investor was interested in these types of developments, Bonda tells us the type of returns they can expect. On average from our previous completed projects that we've completed... Um, you know, uh, 16 plus duplexes and townhouses and, and the other ones that we've done, we've averaged between 18 and 25% as a return. And how they're able to offer these returns? Well, I guess if you were to do a, a duplex on your own and you were to, you know, put $100,000 of your own money and you were to sell the houses and make, you know, $50,000 per house, you effectively have made, you know, 
nearly 100% return on your investment. Uh, people don't look at it that way, though, because a lot of times people look at what the actual gross cost is of a project rather than the actual net return on their cash. What they've got to remember is that they're not actually um, making, you know, only $100,000 because they're actually getting a return on what they put in and the bank is lending you the rest. So if you look at it through leveraging and look at it as a way of diversifying, you can see that if you're putting $100,000 into an investment and you're making, you know, 15 to 25% return, it's actually quite achievable on a regular basis in real estate. But people just don't, in general, see the maths being that simple. I think uh, through all the media and all the things that you see, people make it very complicated, but it's actually a really simple investment model. Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into Andrew Bondner's journey to find out more about his strategies and how he avoids undesirable outcomes. Yeah, we've got multiple exit strategies um, per project, so we're not just relying on one one thing to happen. What drives him to achieve wealth? And I think um, for me, having that access to you know create wealth through property and shares and different investment vehicles, it allows me to be a giver now rather than a giver in the future. The personal habits and mindset he has to keep him on track start my day off with you know, some reading and getting out in the sun and just basically you just you I guess you reset your mind every day and set your goals and, and just you know make sure that you're um, that you're not getting distracted by the things of the world. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Whereas most investors need to purchase multiple properties to generate a passive income, investing in a development can help jumpstart a better return. He explains why. Some of the advantages are you don't have to be a borrower, so you're not having to put up your own existing property or your name as uh, security or collateral, so it frees you up in terms of serviceability. Um, secondly, you're not risking any more than what the actual cost of your investment is, so, whereas if you go and do a project on your own, you're responsible for the entire debt of it. So I guess by co-owning the property, it lowers the risk um, from a uh, co-ownership point of view. And also, you've got uh, multiple exit strategies because you're not just in it on your own. You've got other people that are involved to help you know, see the project be a success. While there are instances where things can go wrong, Bondner tells us how they manage to escape unfortunate scenarios. Yeah, we've got multiple exit strategies um, per project. So we're not just relying on one, one thing to happen. Um, so like we've got... In some cases, we sell the property once it's got DA approval and then you know you don't have to worry about the building costs or the holding costs. In other cases, we build and go all the way and then sell and uh, sometimes we also build and then hold. So uh, I think having more than one exit strategy is the way to mitigate risk, but you can never eliminate risk completely no matter what the investment is, whether it's real estate or the stock market or anything. Uh, and that's why we really take, uh, I guess, uh, pride in having the ability to be able to hold if we want to and not have not be in a position where you're forced to sell. Delving into the mindset side of things, he shares with us one of the biggest factors that drive him to create wealth through property is what it allows him to give back to others. The why for me is what you can do when you have um, wealth because a lot of people have a goal of getting wealth but then what do you do once you obtain that wealth? And uh, or people say, you know, when, when, when I have this much money, I'm going to give this much to charity or when I have this much, I'm going to do this with my life. So they're always living in the future and rather than living in the now, they, they don't actually have a goal for the present. And I think um, for me, having that access to, you know, 
create wealth through property and shares and different investment vehicles, it allows me to be a giver now rather than a giver in the future. I can do things for the community. I can do things for our church. I can do things for charitable organizations. And, you know, I can be in some ways like, you know, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. My goal is to be able to give away 90% of my income and live off 10. And a lot of people think that rich people are actually um, greedy. But the thing is, the richer you are, the more you can give. And for me, my, my end game or the reason I do this is because I want to be one of the biggest givers in the world. That's my, that's my ultimate goal. Having such an inspirational plan, Bondner shares with us the mentors he turned to in order to learn more about property to start achieving his personal investing goals. My business partner has been a good inspiration to me. His name's uh, Samuel Hamrossi, and uh, we are co-invested in a, um, a growing charitable organization called Humanitics. And um, they actually are up and coming in Australia as a, a, a non-profit organization that gives back um, to the local needs. And um, they did so well in their first few years of uh, launch that they got a million dollars from Google. That Google believed in them so much that they backed them as well. So um, to be able to have my own business partner be an inspiration in the giving community and uh, all the things that we are supporting, that's been um, a real driving for factor for me to be able to you know, be able to give back. In terms of books, Bondner shares the three popular property classics that kick-started his journey. I guess my three favorite books would be uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. I don't remember who the author is of that one, but uh, those are my three favorite books after the Bible. Having taught him so much in combination with his mentors and own experience, Bondner ends up writing his own book. A lot of people, um, when they do make it successful in life, they say that they're self-made. And uh, I didn't like the title self-made, so I actually changed it to God-made. So my book is called God-Made Millionaire, and it's a story of my, um, you know, I guess my childhood up until now as an adult, becoming um, a young entrepreneur and investor in Australia, and uh, what my parents taught me from a young age, and combining my spiritual beliefs and my financial and, and health beliefs into one. And it's a book about, uh, I guess, half biography, half motivational, encouraging people that they can do anything or whatever they put, put their mind to, they can prosper. Thinking about the rest of his property journey, he also tells us the most important yet important piece of advice he's heard throughout his investing days. This investment advice is don't sell. With so much to do when it comes to property and an intense schedule that can often derail one from their original goals, Bona shares the personal habit he has. I try and make a habit every morning to spend some quiet time. You know, I start my day off with you know, some reading and getting out in sun and just basically you just you I guess you reset your mind every day and set your goals and, and just, you know, make sure that you're um that you're not getting distracted by the things of the world and that you're uh you know where you want to be and where you want to go and that you're focused on that every day. Uh, for me, I'm very driven and I've got a lot of big goals and uh and uh, I guess I wanna be one of those uh top percenters that, you know, make a difference in the world. I don't wanna just come and go. Reflecting further back, he shares the advice he would have given himself 10 years ago. Don't sell. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, if you can afford to keep your investments, keep them and keep buying more of them. And the resident and tenant-driven opportunities he's most looking forward to execute in the near future. I think just diversifying into multiple asset classes, not just being a residential developer, but also doing commercial and mixed use and um, disability and nursing homes and aged care and childcare and hotels and just having a 
multiple asset classes, I think, is the best way to combat a moving market. Ever reflective of the goals and religious faith that has brought him to where he is now, Bono sums up whether or not he believes luck or skill, if any, have also played a hand in his success. Zero from luck. 100% is from hard work and diligence and applying the, you know, the godly principles that my parents raised me with and you know, applying my faith that anything I put my mind to, I can be good at. And then applying that to then reading and studying and applying it to not just saying I'm going to buy a property one day, but actually going and doing it. A lot of people say they're going to do something. How many people actually go and do something? So I think being a doer and not just a sayer is a big difference as well. And um, and for me, um, I don't believe in luck. I believe in opportunities coming my way every single day. I believe that people get presented great opportunities and saying that it's luck that it came to you is not true. It's acting upon it when it's given to you is what makes you actually successful. So, successful already and only looking to grow his portfolio to help others even more? Andrew Bono is always ready to discuss property with any investor. Here's how you can contact him. Kingdomdevelopment.com.au is our website. They can check that out first of all and um, have a look at what we're doing. They can also call me direct. I'm happy to talk to people who love talking about what I love talking about, being property and shares. So they can ring me on my mobile, which is 0425-340-534. Or they can also email me direct, andrew at kingdomdevelopment.com.au. Thank you to Andrew Bonner, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then simply visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.